What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. From basement shows up on the North Shore to achieving unprecedented mainstream success as a pop punk outfit to becoming a living breathing version of stadium jock jams fallout boy has put together two decades of infectious hooks and clever lyrics crowds are won and lost and won again but they still bring joy to the beating hearts of the diehards evolution is a mixed bag and loyal supporters like myself pine for the good old days yet we cannot begrudge the decision to retool remix and rise again like a phoenix Choosing a favorite album is difficult because much like children, one loves them all differently. So if I can live through this, I can do anything. Welcome to the Kyle Coster Show, presented by The Big Lead. We're talking Fall Out Boy today because it's July, because the sports calendar has hit a lull. Let's get right into it. I'm on the road. I am with my children traveling. I'm doing this in a hotel bathroom. That's right, kids. All that podcasting stuff you hear about how glamorous it is. Well, there's a dirty, dingy, and workmanlike side to it as well. And sometimes that happens in middle America near midnight, trying not to be too loud because if these kids wake up, vacation is going to get even more stressful. Back to fallout boy. For the purposes of this list, we'll consider only the LPs, meaning Lake Effect Kid and My Heart Will Always Be the B-Side to My Tongue are ineligible, and it's as though Pax AM days never existed. The best way to make it through this paragraph with hearts and wrists intact is to realize two out of those three ain't bad. Believers Never Die, though it contains the wonderful Alpha Dog, is the greatest hits album, and thus, unlike the others. All right, with all that preamble out of the way, we're good to go. Let's get going nowhere fast. Number seven, Mania. Though Fall Out Boy continues to tour, most recent album suggests it may very well be the last. 
And there are some memories on there to be thankful for, even if in its entirety, the effort wasn't so great. The 10 song journey is chaotic and shifts wildly in tone and tenor. There are some tight made for radio play bangers in there, like the last of the real ones and champion Patrick Stump's soulful vocals are on full display on church and heaven's gate. And there's honest to goodness fun to be had on Wilson expensive mistakes, but in total a release that was pushed back because it wasn't ready was perhaps never truly ready. It felt like a band throwing some things at the wall trying yet another reinvention of the wheel only to run themselves over. Number six, save rock and roll. Fallout Boy emerged after a four-year hiatus with a monster hit in My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark. You might know it as Light Em Up. And experienced oversaturation for the very first time in the band's history. Older, perhaps wiser, and certainly more connected the comeback album featured collaborations with Courtney Love, Big Sean, and Elton John. The Phoenix is a pulsing electric ride and one of the best concert staples in the catalog. Well, the titular Save Rock and Roll drives home how reliable the band nails soaring ballads. My personal hesitation with this record, though, is that it felt a bit too processed and geared toward a younger audience. Outside of the lighted mumps, Little emerged as either a top 20 fallout boy song or resonated commercially. Make no mistake though, it was great to have them back. It's still great to have them back. Number five, American Beauty, American Psycho. A much stronger and interesting and diverse follow-up to save rock and roll. ABAP is expertly produced and a testament to the many tools in fallout boys bag. Centuries emerged as a massive moment and owned college football for a full year. Irresistible and Uma Thurman also broke out, the first an infectious sing-along and the second a bizarre yet effective jam driven largely by sampling the Munsters theme song. Immortals was featured in Big Hero 6, if you like that sort of thing. But the story of this record is not the commercial success. It's the incredibly interesting things going on off the beaten path. Jetpack Blues sounds almost like a country song and is beautiful. The Kids Aren't All Right is an all-timer. Fourth of July rules. All of these felt more mature, more developed than anything the band ever did or has done since. And it was done without losing that devotion to melody and pop sensibility. Number four, Fole Adieu. If Steve Harvey's team surveyed 100 Fall Out Boy fans, there's no doubt that the final album before breakup would pull lower than this. But I don't care. Because the weirdness should be embraced, not used as a negative. There are 13 songs and they all bop. It is the best release to listen to front to back and then over again. America's Sweethearts is the closest any track came to breaking through, yet it's in the bottom third in terms of quality. Disloyal Order of Water Buffaloes hits you in the chest. You buy everything coffee for closers is selling and the ship gold standard is magnificent. The pop is further developed and this was the last time the lyrics, the real reason I fell in love with this band, danced and soared with out-of-the-box thinking. Number three, take this to your grave. What a way to announce yourself to the world, or at least the pop-punk scene, which was desperate for someone to perfect the formula. Tell that Mick he just made my list of things to do today, wasted no time changing the game, going impossibly hard. Grand Theft Autumn is a melodic masterpiece, and the excellence just keeps on rolling through Saturday in Chicago is so two years ago. It's an album 
made by teenagers for teenagers, and both parties share a common belief that anything is possible. It's hard to overstate just how revolutionary the debut was to me personally, and how personal it remains. It portended great things that were eventually realized, yet it was off the beaten path enough to feel special, like a shared secret. Pete Wentz emerged as a certified genius and explored the space with lyrics that belong on a live journal, which at the time was the highest compliment one could ever give. Number two, from under the cork tree. If God had created a CMS where I could put this as 1B, I would. Sugar, We're Going Down remains the most celebrated song in the discography and only gets better with time. Few have ever done so much with the D, G, B minor chord progression. Rare is the release where simply reading the names of the songs is a secondary experience because, wow, did they ever go for it. Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this stupid song written about me. Our lawyer made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. The list goes on and on. Musically, there's this second year jump we see in athletes where the skills have been honed and the rough edges smooth. At the time, it seemed impossible they could get any better. Number one, infinity on high. But they did get better. The first voice you hear on the album is that of Jay-Z announcing Thriller. Fallout Boy surveyed their unexpected explosion into the mainstream at their nadir and said this, last summer we took threes across the board, but by fall we were a cover story now in stores. Make us poster boys for your scene, but we are not making an acceptance speech. It is everything the diehards and loyalists wanted to hear, though ultimately that changed. At that time though, it was perfect. So too is the album. Hum Hallelujah and Thanks for the Memories are top five FOB songs. They play fast and they play slow and they drip confidence and charisma. It is the purest distillation of what the band wanted to be at the height of their powers before things got complicated and messy. Living in that moment, even 15 years later, right now, still feels as special. Chris Mad Dog Russo has been making himself at home at the seaport, picking up shifts in addition to his traditional Wednesday appearance on first take as Stephen A. Smith rehabs an injury. Would that we could all be called in to fire off sports opinions for $10,000 a crack, but this man deserves it more than pretty much anyone else. One of his go-to moves is to embrace the past and rile up the social media community which often shows that it has a collective mind wiped clean of anything that occurred before, say, 2007 with one of those men in black pens. Occasionally, one can see the seams in the bit as he peppers in a few outrageously outdated and niche entries into the list du jour. Last week, though, was not one of those times. Asked to provide a list of top five most storied programs in college football history, Russo turned in homework with mostly correct answers. Oklahoma at number five, USC at four, Alabama at three, Michigan at two, and Notre Dame at number one. Reliably, the blowback cascaded forth, which is a data point proving my working theory that people will just assume Russo is wrong, even when he isn't, because how could an old man know anything? How could the only person on television with a working appreciation for an era before quarterbacks named McKenzie or Tanner or Bryson know anything? It's as simple as this. Freaking out about Russo putting Notre Dame and Michigan atop this thing 
is only telling on yourself. Freaking out that the SEC only has one school on it is telling on yourself. No conference, by the way, is featured twice. And if you'll sit down, I can inform you that the locus of the college football world was not always located where it is now. Is this all a bit trivial and dumb? Of course it is. Filler content on literally the slowest stretch on the sporting calendar is supposed to be. The point is, Russo is a necessary counterbalance to the crippling addiction of recency bias that plagues the sports punditry world. He may be loud wrong from time to time, but at least he has some perspective. And I think it says more about the person who dismisses that perspective for the shiniest thing. Russo's new gig has worked out splendidly for all involved, including the viewer, who deserves to have their field of vision widened occasionally with a look into the past, into that pre-Y2K world, to a time when the names Newt Rockney and Fielding Yost meant something. Because they should. Only the heartless will tell you that the movie Rudy is anything less than a stirring, intentionally sappy story of an underdog overcoming long odds. The wise and tragic words of Rudy's friend Pete can be applied to say that pissing on other people's dreams is what makes life intolerable. Still, there's one scene that's bothered me ever since my first viewing, which was on my ninth birthday in an empty movie theater throwing snowballs with my best friend, Noel Johnson. We are meant to understand that Notre Dame football is at the center of the frame for the Rudiger household. And that fact is driven home because the first time we see Plucky Rudy, he's wearing a golden helmet during some snowy Sandlot football. Then he and Pete plop down in the living room with Mr. Rudiger, who has taken his traditional position in a chair that was undoubtedly the best friend he ever had. Foolishly, the guest has the temerity to ask if they can flip over to the Indiana-Purdue game at halftime, drawing out this famous line. There's only one team we watch in this house. Just a hard and fast rule that could never be bent. On some level, this is probably meant to illustrate that this working-class family in Joliet lived a smallish life unburdened by widespread curiosity. That doesn't make the refusal to simply change the channel during a prolonged stoppage in play any less silly. Because that only hurt the Rudigers. Nobody else. The real-life Rudy was born in 1948. So this puts him between 10 and 12 years old here. Meaning the day in question was between 1958 and 1960. On November 22nd, 1958, the five and three fighting Irish traveled to Iowa City to play the Hawkeyes and were handed a 31-21 defeat. The Indiana-Purdue rivalry matchup that afternoon ended in a 15-15 tie. On November 21st, 1958, Notre Dame eked out a 20-19 victory against Iowa and South Bend. Mere miles away, Purdue beat Indiana 10-7. On November 19, 1960, the beloved Golden Domers were getting those heads bashed in by Iowa yet again in the form of a 28-0 catastrophe. Purdue, meanwhile, breezed past the Hoosiers 35-6. By the way, that loss, it brought Notre Dame to a pitiful 1-8 on the year. This all means that Mr. Rudiger was so stubborn 
he would have rather stood in defeat than see what else was on. Twice. Or it was 1959, and he simply could not look away from a team that eventually finished 500. It cannot be stated that Notre Dame wasn't even good enough while this rule was being enforced, for it to be enforced. This reveals a man clinging to a memory of a better time and refusing to change. In line with his character, sure, but a real bummer for anyone not brainwashed who happened to be visiting. There's no reason not to take the grumpy dad at his word, yet it strains credulity that he never watched another team. Perhaps he just picked up an extra shift at the factory whenever the Irish had a buy. The man did value hard work as much as he valued being a Rudiger, damn it. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.